Game Boys. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux, I'm your host, uh, and joining me as always, he is reporting live from Joe Biden's funeral, it's Griffin Davis. Yeah, as uh, as one of the game, dev- the game devs behind uh, the Joe Biden VR game, this, we knew this was always a possibility, right? Uh, we knew this was always going to happen um, at any time. Um, but I am saying still alive, actually. I mean, I'm at his, I, I was just at his funeral, but I'm saying still alive. So you think, I the, think, fu- he's you still think alive. Fun- the funeral's a hoax? I, I think it's, yes. I will. I think it's all part of an elaborate ruse. And I think Joe has a good three or four more weeks left in him. Oh, I th- is this all set up for his uh, for unveiling the big Joe Biden digital streaming town hall? <laughs> he's got he's got at least two more town halls in him. Uh, did you tune in uh, to the Joe Biden live stream? Uh, I saw the one where he like walked away. <laughs> Everybody's live streaming now, baby. Yeah, everyone no knows how to including do Including us, maybe including us. Welcome. This is the first uh, Twitch stream for Game Boys. Uh, yeah. I hope no one watches or unless a million people do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this Um, is our stream. We're live here. We're doing it. We're mm -hmm. quarantined. Yeah, we're here. I'm, I'm, it's beautiful day outside. Yeah. It's less beautiful here, but yeah, it's either way, not going out there because it's covered in coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Which, uh, I've been learning more and more about, um, and then, and then forgetting. And do you ever wake up uh, any of these days and and forget it? I forget it happened. Oh yeah. There definitely days I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to walk over and get some coffee, get some of that yeah. nice coffee. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. That sounds wrong to me. And then I have to think for a little bit. And then I go, oh, yeah, it's evil outside. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's evil has come uh, and the, it's the gamers reign. And I guess I guess we're sort of reluctant heroes. You know, I mean, in a certain way, we're, we're very worried about all this stuff, but we sort of have the hidden power to yeah. kind of change the world. No one asked gamers to become the people who are making like the most basic mainline entertainment uh, while everyone's trapped at their house. But, mm-hmm. you know, we were we were put in this position and we're going to do the best with the difficult uh, job that society is foisted upon us. Yeah. And now uh, the part of our new job Lux as gamers is we have to exist completely in the stream and we have to conquer and sort of subdue and and earn the trust of and then uh, fuse with the streams. And, and we have to learn how to master them, which is why we've brought on a very special guest this week. Uh, someone you've seen before, uh, but our official uh, his official business title, I guess, is our uh, Twitch PR spokesperson. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Bennington Sullivan Grant. <laughs> Happy Fortnite, everybody. I hope you're having a good Fortnite day. Yeah, we're, li- we're living in a long Fortnite, right? I mean, how long is a Fortnite? How many days is a Fortnite? Two weeks. Yeah. And it's been two weeks since we quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Hello, gentlemen. China, the Chinese No, 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 no. I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, I feel like that's problematic. <laughs> Well, I'm just doing the That's lyrics. what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> I tried yeah, to cut that bit off. trying to steer out of that turn so <laughs> The second so you get hard. into any of the lyrics, you're right. You're um, right. They're over. Things are different. I'm, I'm not, but that wasn't my fault. That was that whoever wrote those lyrics. Right. When, oh. when I'm doing a Jamaican voice, I'm imitating Chet Hanks. I'm not. That's not <laughs> me. <laughs> and I don't think that uh, 
that was an imitation of anyone but the guy who does the one week. I, I was doing a bare naked ladies impression, and I that's punching up. <laughs> Technically, it's punching up because they're Canadian. I do want to say about the bare naked ladies, people roll their eyes at them. You know, they they put out hits, man. I mean, there are some good classic songs there. They have some slaps Mm -hmm. and they were like just steady, like kings of Canada for years. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. Yeah. King of the of the frozen throne. Uh, Yeah. A bunch of Arthas is those guys. Yeah. The the Lich King makes some good beats. Well, Bennington, uh, we we needed you on for a a few different reasons. Uh, The last time we had you on was to do predictions for the year. And well, that might all be out the window now in terms of most of our predictions. Uh, You know, this has changed things. How do you feel about um, the state of your predictions and the state of where gaming is right now? Well, you know, um, as a gamer and as a, you know, a writer, my, my situation has really not changed at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, it's just, uh, generally more fear, but I, I already have fear in my life all the time. So all the chemicals are exactly the same and and kind of my uh daily routine is exactly the same you've been training for this for a long time yeah it's uh on a real note i I was just in virginia for like a year and it was a Mm -hmm. lot of social isolation and i was like just get this year through we're gonna get back to los angeles (laughs) and it's like it's literally what i did all last year so i am like okay i i've I've gone back into the Mm -hmm. mode yeah, I got to say, yes. one of the advantages mm-hmm. of being a guy who works from home and spends his spare time doing things in his house, uh, mm-hmm. this hasn't been that hard as far as like my routine. Yeah, um, It's just tough because I can't take the same breaks I usually take. Mm. Like I usually go and like shoot PWR videos or like go hang right. out or do RPGs at people's houses. Now that is off yeah, the you table. Do, you do a little bit of leaving. Yeah, yeah, I sort of like main, main, main quest line at home. Side yes. quests leaving, and now I just don't have any side mm-hmm. quests I can do. Right, yeah, and that, and <laughs> that gets scary. There yeah. are no side quests. Yeah, it's tough when I, you can't level off the, you know, away from the you plot. You don't want the game to end too soon, burst through the main quest. Yeah, I don't also. want to burst through the main know. quest and die. Uh-oh, credits. <laughs> uh, as soon as I see uh, yeah, who the know, executive designer on my life is, I know it's over. I've been watching people absolutely break down on the internet. Um, and the, the amount of normies that are not taking this very well. And I want to respect everyone when I call them normies, but the normies are having a tough time of it, you know, because it's not their fault. They, they, they've trained in sports and then like watching sports and I don't know the office. I don't know what else they train in, but like now that they don't have those things, they're, they're just left with, with nothing. Um, and I've tried to sort of, I've tried to rescue as many as I've as I can. I've told them there is a way uh, and uh, you know, you send them a video game deal maybe. Yeah, I actually recently talked to a a friend of the podcast, Josh Siegel, who we had on Mm -hmm. long, long ago. Um, And he just moved, he's moved to LA. He's now in your neighborhood Mm -hmm. Um, and he's on shelter in place. And he called me and was like, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't hang out at my house. What do I do? And I was like, here's a link to a PS4 that comes with horizon zero dawn God of War and um, one other game that was very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Last of Us. Uh, yeah. And I was like, buy that. And then like, you're good for a while. Yeah, you're like a medic in that sense. They call you in, you patch them up. 
Yeah, I mean, you get out of there. You know, I'm not going to say I'm a hero, but someone else could, and they wouldn't be wrong. Nickelback could say that they're waiting for a hero, and then cut to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Or that other band that said, "Did you ever know?" Oh yeah, that you're my hero. hero. Um, yeah. yeah, I would say that uh, my interests include reading, watching movies, making videos on my computer, and doing my job, which is writing. So this is, you know. I'm I'm actually I, I was halfway through the stand when all this started by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's even more terrifying now. But it's like, you know, you, you can you can find yeah, what, serenity. What is the stand? Everyone's talking about the stand. What is, yeah, what the, is stand the stand is. I, I, um, uh, is that, is that, is that, are is you that reading plural the version? for a group of people that had fans that supported them like stands? And these no, the, it actually the stand, it actually predates that. Okay. Um, are you reading the version where Stephen King put back in all the old pages? Or are you reading the original? Yeah, I, I, let me go on a mini rant about that because I'm reading two books now. One of them's called And Here's the Kicker by Mike Sachs, who did the Onion stuff. Mm-hmm. And then this one, Stephen King. And both of them, they're like, now the new extended edition. But I'm reading through them and it's like, I feel like 30% of the time I'm like, this, this is fluff. Like, I don't need this in the book. I'd rather mm-hmm. the story move along or the interview move along. Like, I, I don't care about this part of the here's a kicker is a bunch of interviews with comedy writers. It's like, I, I actually don't like this story. I don't find it engaging. So I, I would say stick with the editor, you know, like don't release a Snyder cut. Like, just give me what the professional thought was a good product. Well, can't we release both? Can we have the Snyder cut? Can we can we have has both? No, because Books a Million only sells the extended edition of the stand now, um, which mm. by the way, so I think it's like 1200 pages. And just to answer your question, everyone's talking about the stand because the stand is a book where 99.7% of people get wiped out by a respiratory disease. Well, that's way, that's like way more than what yeah, we're dealing yeah. with. Well, so far. And people have supernatural yeah. powers. So we'll, we'll see if that shakes out. Oh, okay. That, that will make all of this worth it. If you would you say the coronavirus killed ninety nine point seven percent of people, but if some people were superheroes, it would be a good trade. <laughs> I mean, you, would you not want to roll those dice? I mean, maybe so. Uh, I love my three. I love my three and a thousand <laughs> chance. <laughs> Real quick, just to finish this whole thing and give give some people some peace, because I do think this this time of isolation can be a time of serenity. But I also want to say, whenever I get scared. This, and this is a very millennial thing to do. So this is for all the millennials out there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what what if the worst happens and I die? I just think for one second, I go, I'd like that. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that'd be good. I've wanted that for so long. So yeah, but in a way, and but almost someone else took the responsibility off. Yeah, your hands, I know. It's like my mom's you know. not going to be upset about it if it happens. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> she's right. not going to be mad right. at me. She'll be like. Mama Grant's not going to be like, Bennington, you fucked up. Yeah. She's going to be like, ooh, Corona, I'm going to get you. She'll have a purpose. I think with moms, it's like, she'll be like, I was a bad mom. <laughs> it's like, no, life is just a, a misery. <laughs> um, but let's try and inject some normalcy in this podcast for a quick second. Bennington, what have you been playing while you've been quarantined? Well, I've been playing Warzone a little bit. Hell yes, dude. And, you know, I just think there's just so much to know in that game yes 
I don't know how to level up any of the gun. It, it, there, there's so much happening that maybe I would understand if I played all the other Call of Duty games, which I haven't. But you're fluent. You're fluent in, in Battle Royale, so you should have no problem. And if you're having difficulty, wow. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that transfers over, like, you know, make sure there's there's something to hide behind and uh, yeah, get the high ground. But right. It's like I don't even under I I've played it I don't know twenty hours I don't even like know the guns I don't even get the guns so I've been sneaking in some Fortnite as well. <laughs> okay, so that's where you've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so what I do in Fortnite is um I play Team Rumble. This is what I'm doing now. I, I play Team Rumble. So you can respawn and I'll I'll find one person and I'll go and I'll kill them and then I'll dance on them. So then. That makes them mad at me. So they fly, they fly in right to where I am. And then I kill them again and dance on them or they kill me and they dance on me, you know? So it's kind of like I'm having solo matches. Uh, it's very antagonistic. I like that. I like that sort uh, of a yeah. really direct in your face approach. It, it's gamesmanship. And I'll tell you this, it, it would be bad etiquette to do it in the normal solo mode. But since you respawn in this mode, it, it's, it's all in good fun. Yeah, that's fair. You give people, like, they don't, they're, they're kind of opting into playing your weird mind game. Yes. They could go somewhere else if they wanted to, but they're, they're ready for the fight. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, I'm pulling up a little war zone here. Like it's such, it's just such a good, I mean, like it's a little complicated. There's a lot to learn, I guess, but like, it's also just like, it's just like really well made. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of different things you can do if you don't feel like if you don't feel like uh, if you want to feel like I feel like in other battle royales, you hide and it's boring. Or you go in and fight. But in this game, you can kind of like hide and do those contract missions and stuff. And that's like kind of more stuff to do with the team. That's not like direct like combat engagement. I think more than um, Apex or Fortnite. Um it, it you really need the two you know you need to mm-hmm. know the two other people mm-hmm. it, it's because yeah there is so much to do to kind of, there's 150 players so you're like okay how am i gonna like pass right. the time here but it's like yeah go on the contract yeah. missions but you, you really need to communicate to be like here's how we're gonna have fun this game whereas apex fortnite that's m- true much more direct i hear gunshots let's yes. go there or yeah. let's be cowards. That seems good. Mm-hmm. Griff, I see you're playing um, the same. We've been playing, yeah, me and Bennington and Sam have been playing a lot. Uh, and uh, it's been fun. And it's, uh, I, I like it because in some ways it does feel like a little bit simpler and watered down compared to like Fortnite. Like there's only like normal shields, which I, I don't know, Bennington complained about. But I thought, I don't know. There's just some things I like about it that's like smooth and linear it looks great it feels great to play um i kind of miss the movement in apex sometimes though like in apex you're just like slipping and sliding it's 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 much quicker it's much more fluent Mm -hmm. and i mean the the movement in in uh fortnite is uh incredible um it's it's just perfect That, that the movement in fortnite's like really floaty yeah, uh, it, there's there's a pace. It's like baseball. There's a rhythm to it. It's just got the perfect amount of rhythm to it, you know. And but the mm-hmm. fact that you can go up and down, um, it's just really fun to move around in Fortnite. And you can jump high. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, very fun to move around in Apex. That that is what I, I I don't like about Warzone. You can like tactical sprint, but you can only do it for like yeah. three seconds, and then you're just like. <sighs> 
I'm like, why am I listening to this guy breathe? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I hate that in video games. Yeah. I'm not here for I like, breathing. I don't like breathing. I don't like heartbeats. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not here for your, for bio, any of your organic shit. bio sounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's what I've been playing. Lux, what have you been gaming on this week? I've been playing 2001 real-time strategy game Stronghold. Um, specifically the HD remaster from like 10 years ago. Um, it whips ass. Um, here's how I got to this is, uh, this whole pandemic gave me a real, uh, fall of Rome feeling. And so I started Mm. watching the TV show. I Claudius, as I mentioned last episode, and I started playing Caesar Mm. three, that old 1990s, uh, city builder game. Jesus, um, you just you like them. You're looking for the oldest shit right now. Yeah, uh, I was playing that, and then I was like, "This is fun," but I want to have a little more control of the army. So I did some googling, remembered Stronghold mm-hmm. existed, and I have been loving it. Have you playing on your computer? Oh yeah, playing on my computer. I just make a little town, uh, get my cheese farms up, get my hunters, Ooh. my hunters' cottages going, start forging maces, and uh, you know, trying to complete various objectives. Now, are the objectives like destroy other strongholds, basically? Uh, usually, at least as far as I've gotten, it's like stuff along the lines of, uh, you know, defeat all the enemy soldiers and protect your castle or like produce mm-hmm. 50 ales, right. um, stuff like that. Um, and it's been a blast. That sounds dope. Uh, you know, sometimes you just got to produce ales. I mean, we're, we're certainly not producing enough right now in IRL. So someone's got to make that, make that stuff. I think, I mean, uh, boom, boom, boom. I think, uh, well, let's talk um, about real the, quick. I, okay. I just want to, yeah, I think like those games are the best games to like pass the time inside. Um, I'm, it, it's, it, it's kind of not this because I think those are, you know, more of like passive oversight games as opposed to like Call of Duty. It's like in a split second, you could be dead. And it's like very, right. you know, your your emotions are spiking. Um, I've been very jealous of people who have started Animal Crossing um, because. Yeah, that was the elephant in the room that I was yes. about to mention. Yeah, I have it downloaded. I just haven't played it yet because I've been on this particular kick. Um, something Something that I'm actually actively trying to avoid in. Uh, this uh, world global situation is escapism and I would escape so far. I'm trying to keep my mind sharp. I'm trying to keep my business, uh, you know, in front of me and we'll talk more about that later. I think for you two, but uh, I I just, I just know if I played like animal crossing or um, you know, any real time strategy games like that, I, I would just get so lost and be doing that for eight hours and just feeling the best I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> you can't feel too good in this world. That's no, the, feeling you know, too good is a anywhere. recipe for disaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah. So I have not bought the Animal Crossing game because I have no income because I'm un- unemployed. Um, I'm uh, unlike uh, these uh, tech uh, rich people. I <laughs> yeah, am a me blue and collar. The tech rich people. I'm a blue collar kind of guy. I uh, I was mopping the bathrooms. I was <laughs> taking out the trashes, and uh, now I'm at home. Uh, and so I can't afford Animal Crossing. I love this. Um, and it's like I don't know if it's worth sixty dollars. I'll say that here. I'll say that now. I just don't know if I need to sh- 
You need to swipe the credit card for Animal well, Crossing. I'm willing to be convinced. You can always but... get a taste of it on our shared Switch thing. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, because I you. got it. Because um, I mm-hmm. do want to taste. I just got to get out of this kick because I'm with you kind of, Bennington. Animal Crossing is a little bit too escapist for me, but I'm very into like crisis management of the human race games right now. Yes. Um, like Stronghold and Caesar. I also got like Majesty, which I might not do because it's a little bit too magic y. Mm-hmm. But once I'm out of this, I'm going to be diving headfirst into uh, into Animal Crossing, I think. There's a, there's a lot to learn in the game, right? It's like pretty yeah, dense. Yeah, Animal Crossing is apparently pretty dense. It looks pretty fun. There's some weird stuff going on. Oh, a lot of people I know, uh, former guests of the show, Laura Lewis, lots of former guests of the show have been posting a ton about how much fun the game is. And I'm sure it would be a joy as Bennington yeah. said, like the best couple hours of your life, but uh, it might be a little bit too much for me right now. A little bit too, a little bit too divorced from reality. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing anything, so I guess I have time. So I'm going to go check it out. Um, for me, it's like, I always felt like an animal crossing that, that I just, I didn't feel that instinct. I mean, I felt on the GameCube one, the GameCube one spoke to me. There was something about the vibe there and I wanted to do stuff in the world. And I'm like, do I want to do stuff in this one? And I, th- I think just the mobile game left a bad taste in my mouth. I played the mobile one. I didn't I mean, like that's it. fair. I, th- I hear that this one's pretty different and pretty deeply engaging. Okay. But, uh, well, I'll play it a little uh, bit. Spe- you can play it this week and we can come back next week and maybe right, talk we'll about it. Out. Well, that, that'll probably be our next episode. We'll probably get like Allison back on. Yeah, or something. Sure. She's been playing a lot Key of word. it. Uh, well, uh, you said there is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I wouldn't have appreciated Animal Crossing in my younger years when I was uh, just playing more different games, but it, it, it's such a vibe, you know, yeah. and, and people, yeah. it's a vibe. people just love it's the vibe. vibe of it so much and they get in there and yeah. they vibe out and, uh, yeah. you know, more power to them. I, I, I don't want to yuck anyone's vibe. <laughs> God, no. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, the last uh, thing. At, at this at this sort of turbulent time in our history, that's amongst the worst things you could do. We need all the we need all the eyes to be on gamers. Speaking of getting um, eyes well, on gamers. We have Bennington on here to help us with a very specific thing, and that's how to conquer Twitch. Uh, and and our and our our kind of our gaming brand as Game Boys in general, you know, we're getting older here and we need to uh, get those 401ks and those uh, those investments and we need to buy gold now. So I'm excited to hear what Bennington's advice is uh, for the future and direction of Game Boys. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, disclaimer up front, uh, you know, I'm, I'm no uh, I'm no expert. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> does that does that ruin the episode? I, I'm so, I, I, I suddenly feel opinions. immensely misled. Haley, you can cut that. I out. have a, Keep I going. have very strong opinions about this, and and I I text um manifestos to Griffin <laughs> pretty much. He'll say like one word like "Hey, I'm streaming," and I'll I'll send him like six paragraphs, being like, "What are you, an idiot? You're you know so." I, so I what you are know some you of the can, things that make you think Griffin's an idiot? I, I, you know I. Let's off mic, off mic. It's a second Um, podcast. Okay. (laughs) To give you a less broad thing, in the context of streaming, what do you yell at Griffin about? Yeah. Give me some, give me a taste of these manifestos. Well, I just, I just think that the, the art of starting on Twitch and gaining a following there, um, yeah, th- that that art is gone now, and that's only available mm-hmm. to people like Dizzy on Apex Legends, where it's like 
they're so good at the game. You're like, oh my yeah. God, this, this kid's insane. And you have to mm-hmm. watch them and you hope the personality comes with it. Because with Twitch, yeah, I feel like the top Twitch people, Ninja, Daquan, they have the personality and they have the master gamesmanship. And boy, do they have the personality. Yeah. Wow, you it know, shines. Have you seen Ninja's Ninja on the Ninja's not everyone's personality, but he's certainly got a personality that, you know, can keep a stream going for eight hours. You need that eccentric yeah, he's like the behavior. Worst, like, he's, he's like the worst kid you knew on your floor of your dorm. Okay, let, let's let's take this conversation offline. because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, well... So do you think I could just be the best at Animal Crossing and everyone could be like, holy shit, look at how he builds that. Well, Cri- what couch? Well, Christian, so taking the Animal Crossing, who, go ahead. There's a teen who like owns multiple Powerpuff Girls lunchboxes and arm warmers with cartoon brands you've never heard of who's far better at Animal Crossing than you or I or Bennington will ever be. Damn. That's just... Not even on the vibe game can I I'm I can get out vibe. I mean, we, we've all been out vibe already, but there's a class of people who have always been vibing Animal Crossing, even when there's not a new Animal Crossing. You know but yeah, saying? Bennington has a great first starter point is don't if you're trying to get on Twitch or anything like that, you're not gonna be the best at it. So think about what you offer that's not being number one. So and then going going with the example of Animal Crossing, like if I wanted to build an Animal Crossing thing, um you know, something you could do because you guys are comedians is you could do funny stunts inside the game. You know, find a way to do like Wait, stupid what? stuff. I, I don't know the game too well, but if you can pull like crazy stunts. Blue? No, no. I just mean like going around and playing the game in a way that was not it was not designed to be played. Intended. Right. Yeah. But you're not you're and you're streaming this. But here's here's where you're really making your money. You take that four hour stream. And you make a 10 minute highlight video and you put that on YouTube and you send that YouTube link on your Twitter and on your Reddit and you build an audience there. You're, you're, you're showing only your highlights. See Twitch, you're showing everything, right? YouTube, you only need to show your highlights so that people are like, I I like this vibe. I'm vibing with these guys and I want to see more of them. And then you transition to Twitch. With well, an audience, but you're, but but you're twitching, streaming the whole time. Yeah, you're you're getting the practice in, but you're not worrying about the numbers that your Twitch is doing. You're worrying about the numbers that your YouTube is doing because but that's do you how think you're building can your even brand. Actively like discover YouTube's still. Oh, oh yeah. man, do you know how much I type in Fortnite highlights? I, I, I I'm create like I'm obsessed with Fortnite, <laughs> you're right. you're and right. I, I I see everyone. I see people with like five thousand. Yeah views and and everything and there are yeah. people with low views that i like i subscribe to them i yeah. like their brand uh yeah so i think it's so your your advice is youtube start on youtube and then and then shift that momentum over to your twitch stream Incredible. yeah well, it's like you it, it, it's like uh this is something actually i have some experience with with pwr stuff because we've grown our online following a lot by doing something super similar to what bennington's talking about Mm-hmm. Where we stream the full four hour show on Twitch and then the next week put out a five minute highlight tape of the show, put mm. that on Facebook and YouTube that gets several thousand views. The next Twitch show we put on, we've got 15, 20, 50 new viewers because they're people well, what- who saw the highlight tape and they go, oh, that's really cool. Well, cool. One cool thing is you can highlight stuff from your Twitch streams and then download them. So like you could do all the editing work kind of 
for yourself already just through Twitch. Yeah, you can. The clips are compressed, but they're not that bad. So it's pretty workable. You can well, just, so are you, are you saying that it'd be better to not download off Twitch, but like record to a hard drive? Uh, yeah, or just like have Twitch record the Twitch stream, the, rip the Twitch stream. But I guess clipping is probably the same. So you can just clip it and it's fine. Um, yeah, the clips I'll are pretty clip fun. It. The tricky part with clipping, though, is that unless you got someone dedicated to doing it, you're going to miss stuff unless you got an attentive fan base. I mean, or you just go back and watch it later. How many assistants do I need? Um, you need one to tell you what's in the chat. You need one to be on clip duty. So two. Mm-hmm. And then who's on snacks? You need three because you're gonna need a th- you're yeah. gonna need a snacks a and snack you see, server. This is how it adds up because all those people deserve health insurance, and I, you know, as an employer, I have to provide it. And they'd all be they'd all be violating the uh, shelter in place order to come to your house and bring <laughs> you snacks and click uh, cl- and click clip for you and whatnot. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So Bennington, here's a question: What are some mm-hmm. things, some common elements of some of the streams that you really like? So the the. The streams that I tune into, I'm going to use Daquan as an example. Um, Daquan was a Fortnite streamer. Now he just kind of streams stuff sporadically. He doesn't have really a schedule, but he's so funny. I mean, he's just naturally funny where if he went into show business, any form of show business, he would succeed. But something. What's that? Oh, D A. Oh, don't put me on the spot. D A E Q U A N Daquan. Um, but the thing that he did that was amazing with Fortnite is he integrated his personality right into the game. So he had like all these, um, you know, kind of sayings like he would say, like, he'd be like 360 bop. And right when he said bop, <laughs> he'd hit the headshot like he was calling his shot and doing like 360s and calling it and doing like a funny voice at the same time. Um, right. And love that. another thing, he'd be like, give me them toes, you know? And he'd like, the, the, right as he like shot someone with a sniper in the foot. And he's like, I'm toe collecting today, you know? Yeah. So he's integrating the skill uh, and the humor. I generally, I watch a lot of YouTube. I won't go to the stream unless... I think the personality is so infectious that they're going to keep me entertained for those, Whoa. you know, hour, two hours that I'm tuning in. So what you're saying to me is Dump Griffin. <laughs> what you're telling, telling, saying to me, we is, have no shot in hell. Yeah. That we're doomed <laughs> because well, even if Griffin and I are funny and I think that we have our moments, you're saying you also have to be good at video games. Well, he, here's what I would say to you. Now, you guys, but, you guys are knowledgeable with video games. Like people know you're the real deal when it comes to video games. I mean, you're playing Stronghold right now. It's 2020. So, you, you, right you have that basis <laughs> where people they're going to do an ocular pat da- pat down of whether it take you seriously. And it's like you guys are authentic gamers. But we're, deep, we're deep in the hole. You could say that we're deep in the hole. A uh, hundred years so deep. <laughs> <laughs> but whereas Daquan, he's he's 50% gameplay and 50% humor. You guys should be 85% humor, 15% gameplay. So something that I recommended to Griffin is like, I mean, treat it like a show. Like real, actually like right stuff for the stream and have like talking points and have segments as 
you're streaming, you know, because people are tuning in and they realize I'm watching a comedy show right now. It just is that is tangentially related to video games. That that yeah, would the be ang- just chatting. That's the angle, in my opinion. Yeah, that that exactly. Well, I'm loving just, I'm just loving ch- this idea of pulling in-game pranks. Yeah, of- pulling in-game pranks is good, and but but you're right. Yeah, we need to like have we need to have more YouTube clips. We gotta have clips, and we gotta we gotta really get. I think some sort of uh, I think segments are like written bits or goals, like. Maybe setting weird goals for ourselves. The audience can tune in to see if we can meet these weird goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that we're just like, like doing like a, a conference call now. Yeah, we're on, doing a conference on, call on a podcast, podcast because we need to figure this out. <laughs> we're, and we're really letting you guys in behind the scenes. We're part of the one. kimono mostly because we haven't bought, we haven't gotten any, figured out our logistics for the quarantine. Yeah, yet. it's been it's been hell. We're you're getting an episode and you're getting some you're some in, some stuff that could help you as well, listener. If and you well, want to start your Twitch stream, if you're watching Twitch, if you're watching us on Twitch right now, you'll notice. Griffin has some beard and I have way less than usual beard. Things are going crazy. Yeah, things are getting wacky. I'm I'm turning into I mean Lux is turning into the Joker and I'm turning into um the vulture. Yeah, you're turning into uh Mike uh, Michael Keaton in uh, Spider-Man the Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. here's what, I, what what I'll say because I think you guys have a great opportunity right now because I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts I've, that I've been listening to for like literally like six years, every episode. And then I go back in the archives and I listen to old episodes, you know, with guests that I, I, I loved or just memories. But the thing is, so these podcasts, they now have like 600 episodes or 400 episodes. I never go before the first hundred episodes it's kind of like the first season of always sunny. It's like, they didn't, they didn't quite have it yet. And it, 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 it usually we still takes, need our Danny DeVito. You, you, I, you need a Danny DeVito. I, I'm not Danny DeVito. That, that's hard. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I don't think you are. I think you're, I think you're a tertiary character. You're um, a, a cricket. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but the, the point is it's like, okay, now you've done a hundred episodes. Now it's good. Now the product's good. And it's time to start getting in people's faces about what your brand is and you know, how you handle your business. Damn. Is this is like the best. I mean, I've never had a locker room speech, but I imagine this is what it's like. Yeah. This is I, very motivating. I'm ready to rip it and drip it. So Griffin, maybe the next little bit for the second, let's, uh, what are some things that we could do to stream that would be good to I do? I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. Cause the games that we like all the only online games are like not that playable between us. I mean, like, I guess like it's, it just seems like it's tough cause we don't have PCs. Well, you know? here's the well, one thing we can do is, uh, one of us could be, we could be gaming and the other one's riffing. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've mentioned that before. I mean, that's possible. It's really possible to do. I mean, like I, I spent the last week getting this set up up in my living room and I'm very happy with it now. So, uh, it looks like a Dexter. Uh, like a Dexter? Yeah, it makes you look like a Dexter. <laughs> yeah, every morning I wake up and that little intro goes on, and I, but I don't leave the house. At the end, he just stays in the apartment. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I guess I was thinking, what, like, Lux, do you watch Twitch ever? Like, is there, oh. any, is there any people on Twitch that you yeah, like? Yeah, I watch, uh, I watch the Go Off Kings. Yeah, uh, we've talked that's a good one. We've talked about them. I'm a big fan of their stuff. I watch mm-hmm. uh, No Prank Radio. Yeah. Um... And I like that one a lot as well. Um, I will occasionally just pop around some of the like 
top tier Starcraft guy channels or just top tier gamers who are like, like I've seen Daquan, for instance, like guys who are just like fucking super good at a game. Yeah. I'll pop in, but mostly it's mostly the golf Kings, no prank radio, stuff like that shows that are Mm -hmm. mostly comedy shows have a lot of bits, but also involve Mm -hmm. like some gaming and they're not that good at games. Yeah. Really, Uh, really motivational to me. I noticed you didn't mention number one streamer on Twitch, Bernie Sanders. Oh, well, I do watch those, but I usually watch them on links that are posted in the Bernie Slack. So I don't even know what the platform is. Yeah, it is It is funny like how better they are at streaming than Joe Biden. Maybe because Bernie's still alive. Uh, but that also the Biden campaign has nothing but like disdain for young people. So the idea yeah. of like using their platform is like galling. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that is what it is. It's so funny though. Like, uh, you know, uh, I see Bernie's like like tweeting. He's Bernie's on Twitch. He's got a you know he just started. He's got like eight thousand people watching right now. It's a pretty good start. Pretty good start to a stream. Yeah, and he uh, um, you know he's using his uh, email tra- platform to raise money for coronavirus uh, and like three lamps. <laughs> And like three lamps just around his house. Did you see the picture yeah. of him Twitch streaming? It's, it's like so perfect. Yeah. The lighting design, the lighting designer guy's tweet was very funny. <laughs> um, there's some other people that I really like that because I've been I haven't really I know what I'm going to kind of get out of most of the the gaming category areas. It's like, OK, the top people are really good at it. There might be like one or two people that are doing like trolley stuff, but mainly it's like the top people are really good at it in each of these new games. Uh, I used to watch a lot of the World of Warcraft classic streamers back when that was like really crazy and hot at the beginning because uh, Asmon Gold is probably one of my favorites. Uh, he's probably the biggest, uh, but he he has taken a break over the last couple of months. So he hasn't been around. Um, but yeah, I just liked his, uh, I mean, I didn't like his personality, but there was something about, there was something about his vibe that was, that made me want to watch, even though he was like, kind of like an annoying kind of like uh, neck beardy kind of guy, but he kind of like knew that about himself too. I don't know. There was something about him that was really fun. And confidence. just that he inspired so many, it was confident. That's what it was. But he also inspired so many people to follow him around the game, like more than I'd seen anyone do before. Um, that one was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Well, I, and then I, I I'm sorry. What? I do think a part of with guys like that. And even the guys I mentioned is that like, they don't stop. Not like, Like when they're on stream, they're like on the entire time. Yeah. Um, And I know that I think is one of the challenges, because like if you have the Mm -hmm. kind of personality and the energy that you can just be like going, 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 that by Mm -hmm. itself, I think, is alluring Um, once you have some kind of gimmick attached to it. But like a a stream that like slows down and zones out, um, even if it's a really good stream, otherwise, I think it was going to have a tough time taking off. Yeah. 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 I could never, I could never, like, I can only be on in like 20 second spurts and then you could hear, I, I just turn my mic off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to say something else kind of related to the go off Kings, which is, um, I watched a little bit of the go off Kings and the way I got into that was through Jesse. Jesse had done, you know, a podcast appearance and I'm like, this guy's funny. Like, who's this guy? So I, I looked him up. And that that yeah. that streamed me or bad uh, verb, but that that streamlined me into, you know, the go off kings. And, and what I wanted, you know, say to you guys is, you know, you guys are not a, a podcast. You're not a Twitch channel. You, you're a brand. The, the, the Game Boys. So, Whoa. you know, anything that you guys do can that 
makes people go, I like that, that can funnel into your audience, which then you can turn into great Twitch profits. So I would encourage you to make content besides uh, Twitch, besides podcast, maybe just like a one-off video. Here are my top five favorite video games from each Game Boys. Here, or, you know, get the Twitter going again because, and, or even just in your own lives doing comedy, dad's new apartment, use that. And I also have this, you know, so I just want you guys to think like anything I do, how can I lend this towards building the Game Boys brand? And and I'm pushing this because, you know, we're going into a recession where the only markets that will really improve are like gaming, (laughs) podcasting, (laughs) crazy. You you guys are in a great (laughs) point right now. You you just got to find different ways to funnel, build and funnel an audience. Yeah, and, and then monetize is, it. I think now is like you're saying, Bennington, one of the optimal times to strike because I mean, uh like well, for instance, I was talking telling Griffin about this. I was just doing my Blood Bowl championship, which I won champion, just for the record. Congratulations. Um, and I streamed that and ended up getting 18 viewers at at one point without even ever advertising it or like doing anything. Um, like we're at a point where people are so starved for stuff that people who aren't used to Twitch or don't navigate Twitch often are jumping on to look for things. And so people are just going to like trip over their dicks and land on your channel. So if you're like doing things and if we're doing stuff, whether it's on Twitch or wherever, this is like people are most vulnerable to getting infected with our brain worm now. Yeah, I think so. I think this is the this is the infection point. Uh, and we want the charts to go up and to a point where it spreads and no one doesn't not know about Game Boy. Yes, that's I also the goal. Think, the goal is to make sure that no one doesn't not know. <laughs> yeah. I also <laughs> think with with the 18 viewers, you, you were doing a niche and, and a niche, you know, all niches like have an audience. And I think what your niche is, so it's like your game, okay, niche comedians, but further niche, like you have access to all these LA comedians, all the brightest, youngest, you know, most talented stars. So, you know, mm-hmm. utilize that niche, maybe make a YouTube video, you know, featuring, uh, I can't pull, uh, uh, Chelsea Pope or whatever, you know, utilize that and you can bring in the audience of the LA comedian people. You know, people like Hunter, it's like, I like LA comedians. I like gaming. I'm in. People like me, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, we can get you, we can get Hunter, we can get Chelsea. We got to, I think this is right. I think we got to try and tighten up what the podcast as Twitch stream looks like a little bit. So it's less like what it is right now. We're just sort of bleh. But I think that a future episode, we can start getting more, more people on, having some cooler stuff going on. Maybe we can even integrate some gameplay video. Who knows? Um, we can start streaming games. I can start streaming Stronghold. Griffin can uh, can give me some design challenges. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, I think that's get, wonderful. We can get freaky with it. But Bennington, you're right. I think it's time for the Game Boys to uh, to strike while the iron is uh, infected with coronavirus. Yeah, I want to poison everyone uh, with with laughter. And and Griffin knows. I wouldn't say this to people that I think don't have a chance. You know, like yeah, I wouldn't. That's n- uh, say this unless I believe in you to the point where I'm like, look at these other people who are doing it. You think that these guys are better than you? I mean, Griffin, you got all this free time now. Like, it's time. Let's get this going. Yeah. yeah you have time. all this training. You've been training as a comedian and a gamer your whole life. And now it's time to wow. turn a profit. 
Is yeah, it's wow. time to turn Griffin into a money machine. Okay, guys, I'm I feel the spirit bomb being channeled. Uh, you know, Bennington, you're right. Every time you answer my text, it's like, oh my god, he was he he wouldn't do that for everyone. That's incredible. So I'm I'm always happy to have you on the show. Thank you for your advice today. I'm feeling inspired. Lux is feeling inspired. I'm jazz, dude. Uh, I'm jazz. I'm jamming. For a good 15 minutes, I had no idea what was going on outside these walls. And for that, I thank you both. We've been recording for 45 minutes. Yeah, but I, I was aware for most of it. But then I lost <laughs> myself for about 15 minutes. Uh, a piece that can only be likened to Animal Crossing. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's probably good for today. Enough talking it up, getting excited. I'm revved and ripped. And people who've listened this far you should stay tuned to see what dumb shit we come up with between me, mm-hmm. Griffin, you, welcome, our constant consultations our with friends like call. Bennington and Hunter and others. <laughs> Um, little conference call yeah this is a conference call we're going to be conferencing we're going to be coming up with new stuff uh bennington where and how can the people learn, find more of you if they want your advice or your input or your insight or your general jazz um my twitter is bathroom 1992 <laughs> yep excellent and Good. my my gamer tag is uh t-e-n underscore trick underscore pony Pretty much yeah. on PS4, PC, whatever. Hit me up on Fortnite. I, I need people to play with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, go to go to twitch.tv slash choomroom. That's where I've been streaming these games and doing this uh, this nightly thing. I don't know what's going on there with it, but check it out. We've been experimenting. It's going to be a lot of stuff in the future. I'll be on and doing some weird stuff. I'll be doing, yeah. I'll be doing some weird stuff next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, right now, most of my shit is suspended, but Wisecrack's still live. So check out all the Wisecrack videos that are coming out. Um, I'm mm-hmm. probably going to be doing some more cool stuff with them soon, but I don't know exactly what, but I'll let you know. And as always, check out uh, Haley at Eat Every Sound on Instagram and on YouTube to see some cool food-related ASMR. That's going to do it for us this week. Everyone stay safe from the coronavirus. Please stay in your homes and listen to this show and other shows. And that's going to do it. This is the end. My name is Lux. I'm your host, your co-host, Griffin Davis. Your guest is Bennington Grant. Your editor and producer is Haley Clement. Your international music is Matthew Moore. And your art is like Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs>